0: We have a wonderful guest joining us today, uh, and we'll get to him in just a second. Uh, but we will be covering lots of border news, um, and then obviously we're gonna we have the rundown of news that we will be uh, going over afterwards. Um, so share the links. Share the links. I always say. Um, We are here to give you guys the news uh, or to give you information and to share information. We do check our comments. So if you guys have questions uh, that you want to ask Anthony or myself or drones, uh, feel free to put those in the comments and let's do it. Uh, So joining us, like I said, is Anthony Aguero. He is uh, hosting, or he does the uh, Border News Network, sorry. Um, You can follow him at Border News Network on Twitter and all over the place. Hello, Anthony.
1: Hey, how you doing? How you doing?
0: Good, good, good. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a while, like I was saying earlier, since we had you on, and we um, the border crisis obviously is a crisis. So as much coverage as we can get, we need to uh, have for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's flaring up, absolutely, and it's only going to get worse in the next couple of weeks. As we know, Title 42 is set to pretty much expire, and uh, according to a report from Breitbart just a few days ago, it was actually told to them that they were actually no longer enforcing Title 42 for predominantly Venezuelan community. Uh, therefore, these last couple of days, uh, actually for a little over a week now, uh, the El Paso sector, which I had been covering, I uh, was down there for a week. Uh, the El Paso sector had been receiving over 1,000 illegal aliens uh, in apprehensions on a daily basis. So in in the in course of just one week and seven days, they had an influx of over 7,000 people come into their community. And, uh, you know, and that's not to to add the numbers of the so-called gotaways, which unfortunately Border Patrol out there in that sector itself is very, very thinly spread. And uh, they're 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 outnumbered, they're, right? They're, it's they're a, outnumbered.
0: unaccounted unaccounted for. Uh, the numbers that we're getting is probably just a minor percentage of the reality of the border. Can you tell us, uh, for people that don't know, can you ex- kind of uh, explain what Title 42 is?
1: So Title 42 was basically a protection protocol that was implemented by the Trump administration. Uh, during the COVID uh, era, so to speak, in which they implemented it and it halted individuals from coming into the country and it kept them at bay in Mexico while they waited for a uh, uh, for a court date in the US to have their uh, hearing or their arrangement heard. And so that was basically the only protection Section still active that we were uh, basically grasping onto because that kept so many people from coming over the the, the border illegally. But now that that's completely going away, um, with as porous as the wall is, mm-hmm. with as many people as uh, that that are coming over right now, and then you still remove. The last thread of basically law that kind of just would was lingering there by a thread holding everybody back. This is just going to con- it's in the next couple of weeks, the border is going to be unlike we have ever seen in, in history, it's going to be historic numbers on the south end border
0: right and next coming days. title 42 now has i feel like this is like the third time that we've come uh to a point where it's gonna you know it's gonna be lifted and so both of those times before it got extended and now for sure it's gonna be uh lifted is that what you're saying
1: yeah now for sure it's gonna be lifted so uh what is the there buyer a date for you- that Uh, you know what? I believe it's on the 12th, uh, of, of the the coming month. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's in, it's, it's coming very soon. It's probably in the next couple of weeks. I I don't recall the exact date right now, but it is within the next couple of weeks. And so the fact that this is happening is, is, is for the following, the government went ahead and implemented what is called CBP one CBP one is an application for your mobile phone. And so what it is, is it's a form of the government trying to track and keep count of the people that are going to be coming. So now that we're going to be getting rid of Title 42, uh, the government is open to receiving X amount of people every single day on a daily basis. What this application does is it secures a spot, a date and time for you to show up to these uh international port of entry it's incentivizing people to try to do the right thing and go through the proper chain of command unfortunately there are a lot of glitches in the the in the application itself since it is pretty much brand new Mm -hmm. uh a lot of people don't understand and are getting frustrated these migrants that i hear consistently that it doesn't work it works but they don't understand that there is a maximum amount of applications that get filled on a daily basis so at eight in the morning central standard time 9 a.m out oops sorry about that no worries you have individuals wanting to log in to this application which sometimes causes it to crash but they don't understand that there's already over a hundred thousand people trying to get into that application immediately at that same time because they all know The hour that it opens up at, and they know that they have a very small time frame in which they can submit. And so they start claiming that it doesn't work, but there is a limit, there is a cap to how many people on a daily basis are able to use the application to get their date. Now, unfortunately, there are a lot of people that are nowhere near the southern border. That are downloading downloading the application and overwhelming the system mm-hmm. by creating themselves a date and a time to be there, but there's no way that they would make it because a lot of them are still either near the jungle or even still in Venezuela, and that's not just for Venezuelans. That's for people all across the globe, pretty much that can be using CBP one.
0: Right. I was so we saw this uh, this clip about uh, the app. And, uh, people were questioning it or, you know, it was being questioned. Is it a, is it an app that's working or is it an app? So, so we played this video. I'm going to play it. Uh, I found it. This isn't the same exact video, but, um, it's, it's basically what we played, uh, last week on the, on the show. So let's watch this. And then you tell me what, if you agree with this, um, or not.
2: New phone app. Called CBP1, an app for a cell phone. I've got a picture of it behind me here. This phone app allows, and I'm going to quote from your own fact sheet it allows, and I quote, non citizens without appropriate documents for admission to schedule an appointment to come to the border. Mm -hmm. They can now go on their phone and schedule a time to come to the border and then be admitted. And you identified seven separate border points of entry where they could come. Five of them in Texas, two of them in California, one in Arizona. It's like a concierge service for illegal immigrants. My question is, you didn't think the border crisis was bad enough that now we're going to have an app that allows illegals to schedule their appointments and come and be admitted to this country?
0: So so that video we played last week, and it sounds to me like... He's, he's saying that it's not working. So whenever they schedule the appointment, they get to the border. What is the process? Uh,
1: as soon as they get to the border based on that application, uh, it is basically bypassing any legal standing that any sovereign law that our country has is being right overpassed through this application. Uh, these people just show up in line and if in fact they do have Yeah, their application that says the time and date, and they're at the correct international port of entry, then they're able to come into the country and literally like, like if you're walking into an amusement park and they just get released right, right over the bridge.
0: Right, right. So this app isn't, isn't helping us. No, absolutely not. It's, It's,
1: it's, it's, it's further facilitating the, the, the trafficking of, of humans because they, they don't have any other documents, Mm -hmm. a lot of these people are coming in and they're being released with a promise to appear. And it's up to them pretty much to then get in contact with whatever office, wherever they're going to be staying to try to set up their, their actual court date.
0: Right. And then I saw a video on your um, Twitter also um, about illegals uh, passing through poor. Oh, what is it? is it this one it was a oh a video where um, a <laughs> shootout in a jungle happened and uh, after illegal migrants are raped and robbed on a journey um, over the Darien Gap which is Panama area right I'm not mistaken right so this is basically their goal is they're coming here right to cross over over the border
1: yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, our our network sent uh, Oscar and Ben out there, and they did a really, really good job as they traveled the Panama jungle uh, from the exit into the jungle, mm-hmm. and uh, in which they encountered basically a pirate group that was extorting and raping uh, just openly in front of other people, other women. Uh, it's pretty pretty gruesome stuff, but uh, nonetheless, they were able to figure out that. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, was actually down there in Panama uh, as of yesterday and earlier today. And he is furthering helping uh, the the Clinton Foundation, uh, Aknur and other NGOs that have set up shop out there. And instead of trying to help these people uh, maybe get a safe passage, and instead of trying to discourage these people from going into this dangerous, dangerous jungle that they submit themselves to. They're actually out there passing out uh, condoms because they know the women are gonna get raped. So they encourage the women to take a bag load of condoms uh, as they're going through the jungle. And these are NGOs that are being given millions and millions of dollars every single year with zero oversight to try to facilitate this whole migrant search that we're witnessing, and I know the last time I was here, uh, I told you about the, the 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 migration, the compact of migration through the United Nations. That is still very very active, and that's still a very very real situation, and a mm-hmm. and a big factor in this whole phenomenon that we're witnessing.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's pretty devastating to hear, uh, you know, and and the girl we showed. Uh, in the video just now I mean she was amongst the ones I'm sure that were raped and uh, and a lot of these uh, young children and things they don't make it and it's just I mean what can we do to to help what can we do to to help stop this I mean I know you guys you're saying condoms and you know, uh, I think I've also heard of uh, Plan B getting passed passed around, or the or like the parents or the people that are sending the their children across or giving them, you know, birth control or or you know,
1: the day after turn, pill. Itself. Yeah, the day yeah, after absolutely. Pill, it, like it's
0: that. it's 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 pretty
1: astonishing, but you know what? It's something that seems like so normal for for everybody that knows that that is taking that particular route. Mm-hmm um they all very well also know what they're getting themselves into right that is not the only route through there uh they once they've left their perspective countries many of these people uh, when you leave a country like venezuela uh, you have other countries before you get to panama you have other countries before you get to mexico that you're potentially uh quote unquote safe in and so they, they, they do have other options. And at, at some point, we also have to start putting a little self-responsibility on ourselves. Uh, there was a situation down in Ciudad Juarez, I don't know if you guys were uh, privy of, in which migrants uh, were apprehended uh, after a massive roundup because migrants were trying to cross into El Paso uh, illegally. And so there was a massive roundup by the federal authorities into that Mexico, into that Juarez, Chihuahua, where they rounded up a lot of uh, migrants, predominantly mm-hmm. from Venezuela. Uh, they were being held in a jail-like facility. It's no secret. It was never a, a, a oh, shelter or, or or any kind of facility like that. It's a detention center for migration. It's basically like a nice detention facility in Mexico. Uh. And so these migrants were down there in Mexico illegally. And because they found out that they were being held, getting ready to be deported further down south. Mm -hmm. They then started a fire inside of their jail, inside of their holding cells. Mm -hmm. Okay. The media had a field day attacking the two officers that were uh, watching these individuals act out. You and I and many of your audience have seen the videos of these people, how they uh, act and how they are coming in, not just to Mexico, how they force themselves in, how they attack immigration services, but also something that we've been seeing at our international port of entry is how they get violent. Mm-hmm. Had, let's, let's, let's just think about this for a second. Had those two officers opened that gate, you, you don't think those 40 plus men would have lynched those two guys?
0: Yeah.
1: Is that is that the end game that the, that, that the media would be finally like, oh, well, it, it, it's all right, it's migrants. Like, they, they don't talk about that those two same officers, after they left the scene right then and there, they went and released a bunch of women and children that were also being held. So there was, you You can't really pass judgment on all these people because of the circumstances that they find themselves in. Mm-hmm. You know, the media wants to blame these officers that were out there doing their job. Nobody, if, 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 if you're, listen, when you're in a country illegally and you get arrested, you're arrested, dude, like give it up. Like, you know, comply now. You have nothing else to do, but just to comply. Okay, I got right. caught. Where do I move on from here? Okay, you're not going to start throwing these fits and 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 burning down the building for them to let you out. That's not how things work. These countries, these people are coming with an ideology that they don't have to abide right. by any laws. They have they're coming with in with a sense of entitlement that these NGOs are feeding to their heads as they're making their way over here oh it's your right don't let people record you and it's your right you're a migrant and it's your, you know and right. so when they get to situations like this they feel it's okay to act out and misbehave and they feel like it's okay for them to play the victim and then they put kids and and, and children in front of the in, in the front lines when they're acting out so that the police can't respond to them that's right. that's that's not the way things go and so uh, I just wanted to make that clear and touch on that because yeah. I don't think it's cool that the media had a frenzy with these two officers when they actually did save women and children's lives.
0: Yeah, we we talked about that a little bit uh, last week and I definitely was curious about uh, what you thought about that because a week before or a couple weeks before uh, that incident happened, I heard about another incident where the migrants were being bussed back. And when they found out that they were being, uh, deported, they opened up, you know, the emergency exits and jumped out and, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, they don't, they're, they're, um, they set those fires, right? They set those fires. So, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, no, they, 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 I mean, it's response, self-responsibility. At what point do you start taking accountability for mm -hmm. your actions? Nobody deserves like that to die like that. Granted, right. I'm not I'm not saying oh I'm you know, I'm not happy for that. That's right. no way to die. It's a messed up situation.
0: But yeah, you come here and you start demanding things. It's that's not the way to go. You're you already are um you know, you're already trespassing, you're already coming here illegally, you are a criminal, you are being punished, you are in a cell, you know, um mm-hmm what happened to them is, is their own doing, you know, and, and I totally agree with that and putting other people, um, people's lives at risk, women and children, things like that. Um, and it, and it's the same thing that they did, you know, they always want to make, Um, people border patrol and people that are securing the border out to be the bad guys kind of like how they do here whatever they're doing things like defunding the police and you know authority such a bad thing but but they don't see the bigger picture Um, I think it's more of like just like a trend right Um, they don't actually understand what they're doing in in and backing something like this or, you know, wanting, oh, let's all, you know, I heard somebody, um, I think can't think of who it was, but they were saying like, oh, we just need to, you know, have, oh, I went to the INC um, here in Austin. They had a little convention and one of the speakers said something like, open borders like we shouldn't have borders at all and all of these things and and wouldn't that be nice but but the fact of the matter is is there are really really bad people um on these you know in these other countries that want to rape and murder and kill and they don't they're not they're not they're not us they're not you know human beings that care about life and and anything like that. They're over here murdering and raping children and you know, they, they would they enjoy it, right? They like this position. The coyotes like it, they get to make money off of it. Um everybody likes it that's on the wrong side, it seems like.
1: You know, the the thing that, that really worries me is the fact that we have had over three hundred and fifty thousand unaccompanied minors come through the southern border in the last two years. And <coughs> You think to yourself, where are all of these kids going to? Who is gonna raise mm-hmm. all of these children? Are all these gonna be little state caricatures that are gonna grow up to be little statists? Um, who who is gonna be taking care and watching after these children? Mm-hmm. That 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 is my number one question. What's 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 going on with all of these kids? What are we doing with them? Who is you know, the Axios came out with a study that one in three kids are are now lost and unaccounted for. What's what's going on?
0: Yeah, and you know, not only are they kind of making and and you've heard of this before where they're making uh border patrol and and people that are securing the border alongside border patrol almost uh bringing them in on this like sex sex trafficking, you know, because these kids are coming over and they have laminated, you know, tags and they got wrist, you know, little wristbands and things like that with addresses and phone numbers and we're giving them, we're right. We're, we're handing them right over to these people that, that, cause what else are we supposed to do with these children?
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of these kids end up being recycled. I I got some information from El Paso. Uh, I, I was born and raised in El Paso, but seeing how the whole situation had been, uh, I'm I no longer there, but I have a very, very good relationship with a lot of people that live there and will always have a special place in my heart. Uh, that being said, there's migrants coming over right now over the border that are being held in the hospital and in urgent care for up to 60 days. You and I would not be able to walk into a hospital and just demand free care and get taken care of. Listen uh-huh. how crazy this is, all right? These migrants are getting up to 60 days care inside of the hospital. They are getting hotels or Airbnbs paid for for aftercare alongside all of their medical medication paid for for their aftercare. I don't even know one veteran that gets that kind of treatment. And it just baffles my mind how in a border community, like El Paso, people still do not see how this is going to start and continue to affect their pockets even more so. Yeah,
0: they not like... They're
1: taking in all these hits. Imagine somebody being in urgent care for 60 days. Mm-hmm. Out of a 1,000 people, all these people that are coming in, our hospital is getting hit every single day with migrants. People that need dialysis are going to our hospitals and we're forking over the bill. That is like, unbelievable
0: yeah and it's you know we we don't do that with our own people we don't do that you know the homeless crisis here the homeless crisis in la or you know all over you know we're not ta- taking care of our people here but yeah we're open and willing to take on 60-day doctor you know or hospital visits or whatever else and including the people and and you know the children and the women they're coming here most of the women and children are pregnant they're getting pregnant on the mm-hmm. way over here from getting raped we're taking care of that we're taking care of that pregnancy we're taking care of the those kids um and it's just did
1: you know that out the lgbtq community gets preference over uh family units at the border if you are part of the alphabet crew <laughs> you get you get put right in front of the line and they put they, they bring you right over the border
0: yeah i believe it i believe it it's it's the new trend right i've never seen so much so many channies <laughs> <laughs> and what, They're are you, <laughs> what are you everywhere what do you it's weird how it can how it happens so fast, right? I don't know it, it just like it was it's it always, was quick. been, yeah, but it just really, really escalated and and you know, I have a whole section on my outline just you know I named it tranny, <laughs> so yeah. I mean it's just so much, I'm sorry, Trent yeah I don't, no, know. No I don't doubt, know what to no say. Doubt uh but yeah no i i believe it and i see it and it's the easy ticket it's the easy money maker it's the easy way to get over the border um and uh you know the border is, uh, people don't don't really and, and you know i talked to a guy um also at the N E. uh sorry inc that was all for um having texas right separate we're going to be our own country and talking about the border, and he was all about it. I mean, he's like, what do you think about that Texas seceding? Do you think that's something? Uh,
1: uh, I, I, even though I am America first, I am Texas. I'm, I'm Texas, number one, 100%. <laughs> And we got to save our Texas Republic before we can try to save America. To be quite honest with you, I would be all for it. To be quite honest, we got everything to do. We have everything in Texas to be able to operate and survive as as a first world country. Um, the the thing would be just probably getting rid of the governor we got in there right now.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, here's something else I probably would not
1: want another governor. Uh, governor, Abbott.
0: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You know, um, so something else I was wondering, so whenever COVID, uh, you know, the, the vaccine mandate and things like that, we were hearing a lot of, um, the border patrol that were losing their jobs, uh, because they were refusing to get the vaccine is the border patrol at a good place as far as having enough uh, feet on the ground or how does that look?
1: Right now, our Border Patrol agents are, like I told you earlier, thinned, like spread thin like all across the board. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, when I was down in El Paso last week, uh, I was able to talk to some of my old buddies that were out there, along with some other new agents that were on the ground. And uh, I, I was able to confirm that there was actually a group of 40 agents that were brought down from the San Diego sector, because the el paso sector is just like swamped right now it's it's really really bad out there right now
0: is this something that you see a lot of happening do you ever see this have you seen this in person these guys climbing uh, all day
1: floor? all day all day long all day long all you have to do is just sit there for a while uh and, and in uh, an hour time frame you'll start seeing it happen absolutely yeah it's all day long and you know what uh, out there in el paso what's crazy is yeah you have those big gates just like that uh, but there are also, uh, within that big fence that you're seeing, there's actually cutouts for actual, uh, fences to, to open. There's actually entrances. Uh, the coyotes have the, ha- have the keys. Oh, wow. Wow. They literally have the keys. Uh, like they, they're so courteous. They, unlock. they walk up there with 10, 15 of these people, they run right through and they close in and lock it back up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they just have so much uh, power, right?
1: It, it's just it's it's so easy for them just to send somebody right up to the fence and 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 have all the time in the world on there because, like I said, our our agents are just spread spread thin all across the line. Unfortunately, yeah. Sometimes in a in a five mile section, you'll have two or three agents out here. That's impossible to cover. Yeah,
0: I saw also that uh, there. We're trying to say that they're a uh, terrorist, and not, um, and not just criminals, or we, that we're wanting to call them. Here it is. Here, right. So uh, it says Mexican soldiers cross the southern border wall wearing body armor and carrying long guns. Let me play this for us. Wow. an
1: exclusive
0: you this Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I guess I'm playing multiple things. I got you. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not it. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, we've we've
1: uh speaking on that that you're about to play uh, uh Ben Berkwam and and myself and a uh, a couple others from the network. We were actually out there in the Arizona desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right, we were less than a quarter of a mile from the actual wall where it finishes out there in uh, Sedona mm-hmm. or. So Noita Desert, it's it's really, really there's it, it took us forever to get there because there's no roads. And so by the time we got there, uh we were able to fly the drone and we were able to see all of the campsites immediately, immediately right on the other side of that fence. And uh they actually shot Ben's drone while he was down there. Uh they shot the drone right out of the sky and we we it happened in like slow motion. It was just like, oh man. He's getting the gun. He's getting the gun. No. I'm like, get out of there. Get out
3: of there.
1: You, know, boom, <laughs> you just see it, and then you don't see nothing anymore. And we're just like, it was gone. And Is yeah, there they're, video they're very that? aggressive out there. Very aggressive out there. And uh, there's there's another gentleman by the name of Tim, Tim Foley. Uh, I'll, I'd love to get you guys in contact with him. He's an expert out there. And he actually, uh, when the Obama recession hit, He actually moved down to Arizona. He had a a very, very big construction company. When the Obama crash happened, he moved out of there, left this company behind, and started seeing what was happening in the border. He bought a little piece of land out there. His story is awesome. Uh, He bought a little piece of land out there. He saw all of the the illegal trafficking that was happening out there. And the guy went and started what's called Arizona Border Recon. And it's a nonprofit organization in which he actually is out there videotaping and not patrolling, but uh, sometimes he does intersect some of these people and assist water patrol with what's happening out there. And his his uh, footage from his cameras out on the field that he leaves out there on the range or out in the mountains—it's amazing. It's pretty, it's pretty overwhelming
0: too yeah kind of a reality check huh Mm -hmm. is this his website here i guess yeah 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 for sure i'd love to to chat with him
1: yeah he man he is a genius out there he knows all of the spots out there anytime you guys want to go out there and look at y'all let's go camping out there (laughs) <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> out there for three, four days, everybody, let's go. It's, uh, it's
0: it's really a crazy experience. Oh, yeah, do you see a lot of action?
1: Absolutely. We do what's called uh we go humping, so there is a lot of mountains out there, so uh we we hump up and down the hills, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. And for hours at a time, uh mainly Ben and and Tim took the rain and they just kept on going. Uh, I was a little chubbier back then, so I didn't really hang as much. But it was really a good experience, and yeah, we did. We did able. We were able to find uh, a lot of evidence. We ran into migrants that were abandoned by their uh, coyote, a woman that had been illegally living living in the United States for over twenty years, never fixed her citizenship, never tried to do anything, just lived on the low had three beautiful kids here. And then her mom got sick in Mexico. She had to go take care of her mom. Her mom died, so she was stranded over there. And she crossed illegally through the Arizona desert and the coyote coyote had abandoned her. Uh, Obviously we could not throw her in the back of our trucks. I I couldn't give her a ride anywhere. Uh, So Tim got on his radio that he has direct contact with border patrol. He gave them the coordinates, and uh, they were able to pick her up. But what's devastating about that is that she had lived in the U.S. for over 20 years, had kids that had just graduated high school, some even college, and now she has an illegal entry under her
0: name, Mm -hmm. which
1: is basically going to prevent her from ever being able to come legally into the country.
0: Yeah, which is, you know, such a... Such a sad story to hear because obviously, you know, and, and it must be really tough on you being out there and running into these groups with children and these, you know, pregnant mothers and, you know, God knows what else uh, you've seen out there and to not be able to just throw them in the back of your truck and help them out because now you're a part of the problem, right?
1: Exactly, so, exactly. Yeah,
0: so... You know, it's a it's a tough situation and, you know, we can't focus on getting a, a better streamline to to make it easier for them or not easier, but just a lighter process to get that, you know, citizenship or get that visa or whatever, whatever way that we can help them get here legally. You know, we can't mm-hmm. focus on that because it, everything else is too big. They've blown out the border. Um, And these caravans of of illegal immigrants that have been coming here since the first whispers of Title 42 being um, being let up on what like year a year ago or something, you know, when Biden first Mm -hmm. uh, came in the office maybe a couple of years ago. Uh, the first little murmurs of, oh, he's going to, you know, rescind Title 42. And so then you they get word of this. Now we got caravans of people coming from all different, all around the world, all different countries coming here, you know, coming, you know, making this trek, getting raped, getting some not surviving. Um, some women having babies along the way, the babies not surviving because they don't have the proper, you know, treatment out in the jungle or out, you know, wherever they are. And, um you know it's just what,
1: what what do you think of all these chinese people that are yeah. that are making their way down here it's like there's no way in hell that that many people are fucking escaping china all of a sudden big ass fucking exodus right. in china and china's not noticing
0: no it's the, china it's is the craziest working directly
1: thing with the organized crime in Mexico, a hundred and ten percent.
0: Oh yeah. And who is working with who? With the Biden administration. <laughs> you know, it's everybody exactly everybody is linked together and mm-hmm. people aren't wait, people aren't waking up and seeing this. And unfortunately we're at a point where even if you wake up now, the, the caravans are too big. These groups are too large. Uh they're and, coming. And they're, they're coming. coming.
1: I think people really need to get uh, conscious about what's really happening because what's happening, it's irresponsible, irreversible, and and our country is never going to, you know, honestly, get over what's happening. I do believe that maybe once we get a better president in office, hopefully they're able to put some kind of hold or stop for maybe two, three, four years on all immigration while we get everything situated. Because right now, uh, our house, and this is the way I, I usually explain it to my audience, it's like we're we're at home. The United States, that's your house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, when when you're fighting with your mom and when you're fighting when you're fighting with your spouse and your husband, you don't open the front door and invite your neighbors to go through your through your freaking cabinets and through your kitchen to have a cookout while you're beefing with your family. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You shut the fucking door, you shut your windows, you take care of business and with your family members. And then maybe you can have a little cookout and invite people. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with our country. We, we got issues. We gotta tackle here at home first with all the billion. Listen, they won't even give a hundred billion dollars to, to secure every fucking school in the United States, mm-hmm. all right, you know, so there won't be no more shootings. So our kids are secure. Uh Oh, but go ahead. Okay. But we're sending billions of dollars, $300 billion to Ukraine that mm-hmm. make that make sense to me. We couldn't spend $5 billion here at home for our border wall. But we, we're going to send billions of dollars and make Ukraine the most technologically advanced country in the world? Because mm-hmm. that's what's happened. And that's on our tax dollars. That's on our backs. That's that's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, for sure. What do you think about, you know, we're talking about with this current administrative uh, administration, you know, the border crisis is not going to get any better because... The more people that cross the border and come in, the more it like you were saying, it almost seems like the more um support that is gonna be backed you know into this administration, you know obviously that's the in end, end goal here, everybody coming over wearing a Biden shirt, you know, whatever it first happened. What do you think about uh what do you what do you think we need as far as presidents go who who do you think is gonna save us?
1: Ah uh, well. Um, I, I personally, I think we should stick with President Trump. I don't think Governor DeSantis has uh, what it takes to endure something like the presidency. I don't think he would be able to endure half the battle that President Trump has already put forth. Um, he's doing a phenomenal job as a governor, uh, it seems like. Mm-hmm. I still question a little bit of, of, of his past and some of the people that are uh, getting behind him. Uh, he's not taking full accountability that he did, in fact, shut down uh, his state as well. He's kind of brushed it off and right. trying to portray himself like a 100% hero, which I think that's a little disingenuous. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, he was a little chicken hawk while he was in Congress. Can't forget that. Uh, you got people like Jet Bush lining up behind him, mm-hmm. a little neocon, never Trumper. So that's, that's a little concerning for me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the media is willing to back him as well just goes to show you how scared st- they still are of President Trump. Right. Uh, I think President Trump, if and when he gets back into office, it's going to be gloves off because he knows now that even with him being the nice guy and, and and being cordial to a certain extent, you know, because he did say that he would be investigating Hillary Clinton, something he never did. Right. Uh, I guess he just figured, you know, it's something more like diplomatic not to do it. I think that if and when he gets into office, gloves are off, everything it, it's going down uh, right. because he knows that his family is forever a Target they're forever at target
0: yeah i was like they're at target all the time what are they doing there? (laughs) shopping Uh, yeah no uh trump um trump did a lot trump really had a lot to do with he really involved him himself in the border crisis um which is something that you know you see none none of that happening currently um i did also see um or also in in the news and the headlines is RFK uh, Junior running, uh, Tulsi Gabbard's put her you know threw herself into the ring and said uh, I'll be a VP. Anybody that wants to take me, basically.
1: <laughs> wow. And I, uh, I I wouldn't. She, she I, I like her. I like her. She's 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 just a little too radical on the on the gun right and stuff. Right. But She she seems more the most common sense Democrat left out there.
0: Yeah, she's not. And I would say also the difference also is that, you know, she's not um, uh, pro-life either. And that's a big but- a big thing, uh, you know, with Trump. So I wouldn't see her as like a VP for Trump or anything. But I do see like a VP for RFK Jr. You know, that would be a pretty big ticket, I think, because mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot of people or a lot of independents and uh, obviously it's always their uh, goal to not be. In, in the blue or in the red, right? They want to, they're like, okay, everybody. And now's their, their uh, time to kind of push that and say, you know, do we really want a repeat uh, Joe Biden, Trump, you know, match up again? Aren't we tired of this? Don't we want something new? And that speaks to the, to the people that aren't really involved, the people that don't really understand uh, politics or, Or what could happen or even what is currently happening. uh, You know, they're just working. We talked about these people uh, last week, too. They just work and they come home and they watch, you know, ABC News and then they go to sleep and that's all that that they get and they understand. So they do know that a lot of uh, tension, there's a lot of tension behind Trump and Biden, Trump and Biden. And so those people I think would be their main targets where they're like, don't you want somebody new? Don't Can't you, you know? And I feel like it might even mm-hmm. be on the scale where it could interfere with a Trump can, presidency.
1: I, I, yeah, absolutely. The Kennedy last name does have a big pool. And even for people that are not too politically inclined, just the simple fact that they hear the Kennedy, mm-hmm. it's like, ooh. ooh. And, and I think, yeah, absolutely. It appeals more to centrist and to maybe maybe a uh, 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 little bit le- left of right. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, and I think that it, it would pull probably even some, uh, some neocon Republicans and some of the rhino establishment Republicans, if it came down to it, I think some Republicans would jump shit because genuinely uh, aside from his great numbers and stats while being president, uh, some people just can't fathom him. They just can't stand president mm-hmm. Trump. And I just think that they, they would probably jump shit to somebody more moderate, right. uh, like, like. Well, moderate to a certain extent. More moderate than any other Democrat, definitely, and 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 probably even more so. A little more common sense. I, I can't say I really dislike the guy, although he's a Democrat. But uh, I, I I I think he would have a good a good pull and potentially have some kind of effect on the race.
0: Yeah, for but sure. I think
1: ultimately it's going to be Newsom that's going to be there. Yeah, I their saw little, that. Their golden calf. Their golden calf.
0: Yeah, I was I was wondering if it was going to be a Fetterman, but I, you know, I forgot all about Newsom. <laughs> yeah, who do you think? I think that
1: that's going to be a good one because you're going to have all of the crazies, mm-hmm. far lefties for Newsom, and then you're going to have like the more normal ones, and that could even play an effect that if they knock out um um kennedy maybe some of those democrats might say newsom's just too crazy for me and maybe they're gonna ship over to the republican ticket
0: i mean that's the hope for it i'd I'd love to see another trump uh presidency i, don't, I think that um he knows that he didn't do a lot of of you know fulfill his promises and, and things like mm-hmm. that The Hillary thing, I don't know, man The, the Hillary's are or The Hillary's, the the Clinton's are uh, I don't know, you know? Listen,
1: I, I think it's all fair game now I think it's all fair game Especially what they're dragging him And his marriage And his family through I mean, like, at the end of the day, yeah it's Bad choices, and, and bad choices have consequences You know, if you cheat on your wife People are about to find out But in the way that they're carrying it out and making it such a political uh, uh show just to try to drag him to the mud through the mud and make him look bad in front of the world like i think all gloves are off and since they're gonna be nitpicking at stupid shit like that mm-hmm. i think then it's time for republicans to grow a pair of balls and actually say okay well you guys are gonna nitpick at stupid shit let's bring up some facts let's see what's happening here let's, let's see what happened there and I mean, we, we, we need to fight back this whole, we don't roll like that or we got to take the higher out. Where the fuck's that got in us? Look at where we're Mm -hmm. at. Yeah. We're at the end of this fucking country. We're still trying to take the high road. What the fuck?
0: Yeah, no, it's true. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I agree with you. What, What advice would you give to people, uh, right now, as far as the border goes, as far as title 42, what information, uh, can people find? Uh, I mean, obviously people should follow you, uh, follow your, you know, your social media accounts or, you know, and, and this, uh, friend of yours that you speak of sounds like he's got a lot of Intel on, on information, but what advice would you give to people regarding the border, uh, crisis?
1: I w- if, if stay away from the border towns, Get away from the cities. Um, it's it. Crime is 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 is, is on the rise a hundred percent. I did a ride along as well when I was down there in El Paso with uh, one of the constables, and it's 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 crime after crime after crime. It's, stay away from the borders. Vote responsibly and educate yourself on your representatives and pick out your top three topics of what you want or what's most important to you and and one of those should be the border because it's 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 being overlooked and right now i feel that all of the drama that they're putting president trump through all of the drama uh with with the biden laptop and all that stuff uh is is unfortunately overshadowing the reality which is what's happening on our southern border that is a trojan horse people are coming in unvetted uh, by the time we know it, we might even have a full-out militia already. That may have infiltrated our country. We gotta remember there's nuclear nuclear heads that went missing a few years ago. Those could be set up mm-hmm. at any given moment. They may be getting positioned for something bigger. And we're just sitting here like sitting ducks. Oh, it's all good. Let's watch football. The March Madness bullshit. Like, no instead of just sitting around with your kid and not teaching him or your kid knowing the size of a football player's jock strap or his shoe size or the favorite play, teach your kid survival stuff, teach your kid how to cook, teach your kid how to, how to do stuff that is going to nurture his survival for what's coming guys, because I'm I'm not a, well, we've been, we've all been called conspiracy theorists, right? <laughs> but uh, they just keep coming true. and uh, And I feel like we're getting closer and closer to that time. And I think, We all need to get uh, closer to God and definitely get prepared for
0: what's coming. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If you guys aren't already following uh, Anthony Aguero on social media, like I was saying, a lot of information coming uh, from your social media platforms. You are always out there on the field, always in it. And I will take you up on that. that uh trip another time when the border is not (laughs) (laughs) not where it is right now but here is oh oh, that is not it i lied Uh, let me fix that real quick oh sorry i was gonna show your social media but uh you also have a getter um a getter account as well uh and then you gotta get do you have a website
1: uh, I do have a website. i have not. I've, I've been running around. Not had the time to. You keep up with it, and so it, it it might be up or it might not. Uh, but uh, definitely on Getter and and Twitter probably be the best alternative. I also have a Truth Social.
0: Oh yeah, everybody's gotta have a part. Truth Social. You know? Do you have a? We have all of it except for uh, to, uh YouTube. We got we got canned on YouTube. Uh.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I got canned on YouTube too, and I started another one, but. I stopped focusing on it because sooner or later, once they find out it's me again, there's no point. There's no point. So definitely Rumble, Anthony Aguero Live. Uh, I also have a channel on Rumble that you guys can check out that I'm always posting. Great border updates. It's called Border Wars. Make Um. sure you go to Rumble and just type in Border Wars. And I'm the only Border Wars on Rumble. Uh, you guys will find the channel right away.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then, um, any any other updates or anything like that, definitely uh, keep us in the loop because you know sharing information is a big part of of what we do here at the Liberty broadcast, you know, trying just to get the word out, bringing awareness to these really, really important issues and topics. And I, when I think of the border, you are who I think of, um, who had, you know, just like I was saying, you got feet on the ground over there a lot of times. And, you know prayers and you know safety vibes and staying safe vibes you know doing these little uh these little trips that you do and driving out there and and running into these migrants and and hopefully not getting uh into too dangerous of a situation. I really appreciate that that uh you have the courage to do something like that and you know just keep us in the loop and uh we'll get you back on you know hopefully sooner than later. This next yeah, time. absolutely.
1: I'll be I'll be in Arizona in the next couple of days and I'll keep you in the loop and maybe we could do a little live hit from a, I'll be out there in location for you guys. Oh yeah, guys for sure. Update.
0: And if you uh, get that drone footage of your friend's drone getting shot down, share that. I'll
1: send it over to you here in the next 30 minutes.
0: Okay, cool. All right, Anthony. Like I said, follow him on his social media platforms. Uh, You can find his channel on Rumble. Like he was saying, the uh, Border Wars, the only Border Wars uh, channel on Rumble. And uh, you can say uh, goodbye to the people, and then you guys can hang out and stick with us. We're going to continue on with the news.
1: I'll be in the comments guys. Thank
0: you guys. All right. Good night, Anthony. Thank you again. Good night. All righty. Back at it. Another wonderful guest here on the Liberty broadcast. We absolutely love, uh, helping, you know, provide just an alternative platform, uh, for people to get the word out and the information out, um, as we would do for anybody else, uh, We love it, love it, love it. Uh, Next week, we're going to have another special guest tune in to the Flyers to see who that is. Um, But let's keep it moving. There's a ton of uh, stuff that I wanted to cover today. Um, Obviously, the border was the big uh, topic. One of the um, other topics uh, that we were covering a little bit of, uh, I wanted to play in this clip. This is kind of a, a satire clip, by Saturday Night Live, who sometimes uh, lately they've been having some hits. Uh, Usually they have a lot of misses, but this one I feel was one of the realest, and and to them it's satire, but it's actual reality. Uh, So I wanted to share this with you. Let's check this video out.
4: Sure, Trump got indicted, but now everyone says the case against him is weak and that he'll never serve any jail time. As someone whose entire personality is hating Donald Trump, you need more. You need to feel calm and reassured. You need the newest meditation app, CNZen. The only app that suits even the most militant liberals, with sensual details from Trump's arrest. Featuring your favorite CNN anchors and correspondents.
5: He's the first American president to ever be indicted. This is truly a historic and humiliating moment. Hmm. Trump is a sad, defeated
6: man. They made him come from Florida, where it's 80 degrees, to New York, where it's only 60 degrees.
7: How depressing for him. And his motorcade wasn't even that big. I thought it would be bigger, but it was so small. Donald was all alone. No family or friends to support him. I shouldn't say this as a journalist, but what a
4: loser. (laughs) Let New York Times reporter Maggie Haberman soothe you to sleep. This is his worst nightmare, and he's really freaking out, because now he knows there are consequences. Consequences. You can also listen to clips of Trump and his allies desperately spiraling. Please, Donald J.
5: Trump
8: is an innocent man, and he needs your help. Send him all your money
4: today at Donald J. Trump RU, slash fundraising scam dot guilty.
0: Trump's next court appearance, yeah, won't definitely be till is least a Trump
4: December. derangement That's why syndrome advertisement. Section of Trump indictment ASMR. Can you hear him getting fingerprinted?
5: Ooh.
4: And the DA opening his big leather briefcase. Oh, and the little gavel from the judge. I wonder if you'll even hear handcuffs. With additional in-app purchases, like audio erotica of District Attorney Alvin Bragg reading all 34 felony
9: counts. Count one, (laughs) falsifying business records in the first degree.
1: Count two, falsifying business records in the first degree.
9: Count three, falsifying business...
4: I hope this couch isn't as flimsy as the DA's case. CNZen. Because you waited seven years for this indictment, and you want every delicious detail. And what ethnicity is Trump's judge again? Hispanic. C N N. in your mind, he's already in jail.
0: (laughs) Yes, Trump derangement syndrome ad uh, could not be any realer than this. And uh, I see was, oh, sorry, I clicked the wrong thing. Uh, wasn't Owen talking about this? I did not get to catch uh, the show. So it's very possible that he was talking about that. Yeah, we had Owen Troyer on last week. So if you guys did not catch that, uh, check it out at the Liberty dot com or follow our rumble um, to uh, check that video out. I did not get to see the show today, so I'm pretty sure you saw it. Um, sorry, I didn't see those comments. I didn't. I'm gonna look back just through the comments real quick, and uh, and see. Oh, I guess I can't. Oh, you were fixing that yeah, for fixing me. Right okay, now. perfect. Thank you. Um, so anyway, yeah. So Trump indictment. Trump, you know, 34 counts or whatever. Uh, we talked about it a lot last week, and uh, this couldn't be uh, any more of a perfect ad and it's It's good that they can laugh at themselves, you know that that's a really good thing that's a step towards the right direction <laughs> whenever you can laugh at yourself um, so definitely oh okay, thank you thank you sorry um so hello, hello, hello everybody in the chat hello Lacey Antonio um everybody in the chat uh thank you again uh big shout out to Anthony. Such a great guest. Um, follow him at Aguero for Texas. Uh, ben Blue, Oscar L. Blue, Anthony Aguero Live are the best. Um, let's see. Anthony's so right. Love Latinos, but they need to respect our country's border laws just like we respect theirs. Antonio says... Uh, couldn't agree anymore with that. Say the word I'm planning to move to Texas. Anyway, Trish, come on down to Texas before, uh, we succeed and <laughs> have our own border. Uh, then it'll be hard for you to get in. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yes. Audio is still good. Perfect. Thanks for, uh, the heads up on that Antonio. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't Owen. great lighting. Perfect. Great. Thank you so much. Drins. Uh, Let's keep, keep it up here. A lot of, like I was saying earlier, um, so, you know, Mulvaney was put on a Bud Light bottle or a can of beer and that was like a big, huge uh, thing in the news and obviously it's, it's um, oh no, that's not what I wanted. Oh no, that's terrible. Uh so no, it's it's terrible, it's my fault it's terrible. But uh so a lot of people boycotting uh Bud Light. Uh I saw this one video that I thought was hilarious and um <laughs> I don't know, uh it's you know, a lot of people are saying that um a lot of beers have been doing this for a while which is true a lot of candies have been doing it a lot of products cereals say it again Everybody's everybody's been doing it for a while it's just you know it's it's almost like whenever you uh you see a car like a whatever you 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 see a gray you know, sit in, whatever. And then all of a sudden you start seeing it everywhere. It's it's almost like that. But I feel like actually there, because of that, it's kind of been like the calling for all trannies to come out. You know, like we were like, oh, this, this. And then they were like, what? We need to come out and everybody needs to be um, trans. Uh, anyway, so the, the Bud... Bud light deal came out. People were obviously upset about it uh, because what a weird uh, crowd or a, a weird, you know, what a what a just ridiculous, not weird, what a ridiculous uh, way to to move as a company. Is your target audience really uh, Tranny's I don't know, but uh, I saw his video. So here's this video of. This Fuck So these are bed lights
9: you may make it the snakes,
0: and supposedly oh
9: yeah they're bed
2: lights <laughs> heart, What in the what
0: the hell is met this
8: met like there's, <laughs> there's no <laughs> way <laughs> How is this real? They're just trying to outdo Kid Rock. Which was cooler, Kid Rock or the beer roller. Oh now they gotta squeeze eat all up. <laughs> <laughs> Like old stuff they gotta get rid of or something? Or? I know,
0: right? I mean, possibly, but it's all but light. I don't know it's if, uh, that. if, uh, either way, I mean, I, we can all relate.
8: Yeah. <laughs> Fuck all this gay shit.
0: Fuck all this <laughs> gay shit. Fuck around and find out. Uh, there's another, so, so you guys tell us who did it best, right? So Kid Rock, we showed that clip last week. And then we have, uh, you know this this guy rolling over all of these uh, cans we also have i found another video here oh hell yeah <laughs> tell me uh let's check this video out tell me what you guys think
10: i'm out
4: <laughs>
8: i'm out it's got a nice spread
0: yeah, this guy's got got something going on, uh, and then I saw this that I thought was, <laughs> I thought this was a little entertaining here. Uh, somebody's always uh, quick to jump on the uh, on the uh, sellers uh, quick sell, right? There's three different pictures in that. I wonder what the other ones are—just different uh, sides of the can. Uh, so pre-gay Bud Light, forty-six bucks. hilarious I think that is a winner it's not even a video it's so good Uh, recently okay so more more of the tranny stuff Uh, obviously you guys uh, either you heard or you didn't hear I say obviously because I've been reading into this I saw it um, I don't remember exactly where I saw it at but uh, sidekick of number one YouTuber Mr. Beast reveals he's on hormone therapy as shocking photos surface. So here he is, um, three months ago, <laughs> and here he is now. Uh, no, <laughs> A collaborator of the oh, no, of the most uh, popular YouTube channel, Mr. Beast, uh, which has over 144 million subscribers, confirmed his appearance has drastically changed due to hormone replacement therapy. So, uh. Bro, what happened, you know, really? I mean, he has, I'm sure it's in here somewhere, a wife and kids or a wife and a daughter, um, you know, this this poor, innocent baby. And here he is again. Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? That's a great question. Why is he doing that? I don't know. Uh, Mr. Beast's uh, audience is is teens. They're teenagers.
8: Oh, that's probably why he's doing it. He's like, all oh, right, I'm talking to the kiddos. So now my job is to turn trans and corrupt them all. Corrupt the child.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so here he is uh, in this they're doing photo. They're corrupting the children. With... With a wife and child, here YouTuber Chris Tyson went from masculine family man to a two-year uh, with a two-year-old son to transgender and pumped full of estrogen hormones, all in the span of a few months. Uh, so yeah, biggest YouTube channel, and uh, what a weird coincidence! And we talk about how this is just this new growing thing, Mulvaney. We talked about that last week where, you know, his transition happened within a year's time. He just, you know, he's been living as, as a man. Uh, I said that these guys are like little mini Paul Watsons and now all of a sudden they're a uh, Paul Watson, just cause the way that they look, he looks like a, I don't know, for some reason, I'm seeing a, a Paul Watson in that face, uh, but uh anyway to this uh and i don't know what this is honestly it's freaks me out the more longer that i stare at it um but don't you worry there's uh more to come with the uh tranny news here (sharp) is another article shock video contrast royal academy of dance dances first transgender ballerina so this is not satire Don't change your channel It's still us And yeah it's it's uh, Definitely insane uh, Where we are Where we are now
8: Oh no it's
0: Shaking Those the whole things, place The whole
8: place is moving yeah That just adds to the effect. I'm sorry, I'm
0: sorry. You know, you can be a man ballerina too, right? <laughs> Good going. Good job. Good job. You really uh, tackled that uh, womanly uh, look there. You really did a great job. So, that is. Uh, Sophia Rebecca, Sophia Rebecca, former rally driver and IT technician, was the first trans woman to pass exams at the Royal Ballet Academy, which changed its rules in 2013 to allow trans women in. Sophia's six feet three inches. I knew from a young age that I was trapped in the wrong body. So this is uh kind of what we were saying, right? It's been happening for a while. Two thousand thirteen is whenever they opened the gates for trannies to um move into the to be ballerina to be a ballerina, I guess. Um, which whatever, you know, the mer- little mermaid's black, the you know, trannies a ballerina, you know, just do it all. Just do it all at one time. That's the best way to do it. Uh so yeah, a little bit of that. Um, the manifesto was released for the shooters, uh, or for the shooter. And it was really strange. Uh, I heard, actually did catch a little bit of Alex, uh, today. So I did hear him, uh, talking about it with, uh, Michael Cargill who owns the, uh, gun shop. What is it called? Shit. I don't remember. I can't think of it. Um, but it's here in South, uh, South Austin, uh, maybe somebody knows in the chat but uh anyway yeah he was reading it and it seemed like a child uh like a real baby had written that and so i don't know just see- have you uh drones ha- heard anything about that at all no no yeah it even oh lo- i did that. the manifesto yeah from the uh shooter i thought they hadn't released it they released it yeah, so they were, everybody's been um, wondering about the, the manifesto. Where is it at? What was he reading? Was he reading it? The National Shooters Manifesto should be aired publicly in full. That was two weeks ago. So, hmm, let me see here. This is a part that uh, that I didn't get to add in because I didn't, like, I had no idea until I was, like, re-listening to the show and I heard it on the way over here, Um Mm, but maybe, maybe not. What was he reading today? Does anybody uh, catch Jones today? I guess I should have asked a Don. Wow, we got some text what? art. Oh, uh, some text art. Oh, thanks. Thanks for that text art. Did you uh, ask ChatGPT to create that for you? <laughs> I saw something about ChatGPT. I guess I'll find out more and we'll hit on it uh, on the next show. Uh, next week. So let's see. There was another, um, there was another tranny crime that was committed uh, recently. I guess these things are, are going to be happening more and more and more because that is what is trendy. Uh, So transsexual activists accused of butchering a Portland taxi driver on Easter Sunday, but we heard nothing about it. Uh, I didn't hear anything about it. Oh, look at that. And, um, yeah, so it's gonna, it's, it's happening. Uh, but, and, and the thing about it is it seems like they didn't want to release any information because the suspect was trans. Here is the suspect, P- uh, police in Portland deliberately delayed releasing details surrounding the brutal murder of a cab driver on Easter Sunday because a suspect is trans individual with a history of threatening behavior. Although, Um, We don't really care about any history ever whenever it comes to criminals for some reason. Uh, Yeah. The driver was found by police stabbed to death on Sunday evening in the Buckman neighborhood with Radio City Cab, confirming the victim was a long employee with an impeccable record. Taxi driver uh, stabbed to death, uh, and here is a report on that
7: a longtime worker for their company. This happened yesterday evening. Radio cab says that at around 640, that driver was picking up a fare in southwest Portland, and that trip ended with the murder of that driver. The company is not providing the identity of the driver. However, they did share a statement about him. They say he was a kind and dedicated cab operator who had been driving for over a decade. They say, quote, he cared about Portland and loved this city and especially loved helping people People get from one place to another they say he never had a complaint the company says his death is also a sure sign that Portland is in need of quote serious help and we're working to confirm all of this with police they said they have one person detained at this time and they're not looking for any further suspects
0: are we that surprised though about a stabbing in Portland (laughs) no I don't think so Uh, let's see a new uh, let's see let's see uh cartels roof oh yeah i saw this um also moving on about uh the pen or actually i heard it on the radio about the pentagon uh like some documents being released from the pentagon you hear about this drones Um, so yeah, so recently some documents have been leaked from the Pentagon. These documents include information about the current war, uh, with, uh, Russia and Ukraine, um, also some, uh, recorded phone calls or something, uh, and now they're saying that these documents that were released were actually very specific, secure documents and, A lot of the news channels are reporting on this, but they can't really report too much because they've agreed to not release, uh, further release the documents. Now, these documents have been released since January. Um, So they've been out for quite a while, and they've only found out about them in the last, you know, week or two. Uh, So not a lot of information on that, obviously, because it's, you know, top secret information. Uh, so maybe that's why that no one's really reporting on it because they don't really know what, what to report on. But is it a surprise that somebody is leaking documents? No. Uh, a lot of the documents uh, are saying that um, Ukraine's uh, numbers, uh, death numbers, are not being reported accurately and that a lot there are a lot more casualties. Uh, I read one article that said that said that they said Russia is actually doing a lot better than is being portrayed. Obviously it's something that we know shows that other countries, uh, former allies sending weapons and aid to Russia, which is why they don't want us to know, says Lacey. Uh, thank you for that Lacey. Uh, here is a little, um, video here talking about it that I found is this, but before I played this video, does anybody see these boobs yeah okay I'll <laughs> okay uh, this is not the outfit to wear i just <laughs> <laughs> this looks uh this is not good this is not a good look uh so i just wanted to point that out
11: national <laughs> security correspondent jennifer griffin live at the pentagon this morning good morning
3: Good morning, Dana. The revelations have sent shockwaves through the Pentagon and the national security establishment, and sources tell me could be worse than the Edward Snowden leak because of the real-time effect on allies, their trust, and the war in Ukraine. Fox News has agreed, along with other news organizations, not to publish the leaked highly classified documents, which were discovered last week. Details about the scope and scale of the leak remain sparse.
0: Oh, we're so surprised. There are no details about how this link happened. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) more on that whenever we uh, find out more. But as far as we know, leaked documents from the Pentagon, that's all we really know. Um, And the little tidbits uh, about what they say, but there's no actual proof that that that's what's in them. Um, So I don't even know where that information would have come from anyway. Uh, let's see. Here is, uh, another video, uh, Jim Jordan. We love, I love Jim Jordan. He's so great. Uh, he always... Says all the right things. Uh, So here's a little uh, clip of him talking about the FBI uh, spying on Catholic churches, which obviously, you know, like we always say, like, this is stuff that we already know because we're ahead of the curve. We already know that this is happening, uh, that they're spying on us, our own country spying on us, but yet we care so much about China uh, spying spying on us through TikTok or whatever, but... Here's Jim Jordan uh, talking about them spying on Catholic churches.
5: It's a brave whistleblower who brought us uh, came forward and told us about what was going on in the Richmond field office. They were looking, the FBI in the Richmond field office was looking to put sources in churches, have informants in Catholic parishes. That's what they were looking to do. Someone needs to give them a lesson in the First Amendment. This memorandum that they put together that we now have, a, uh, n- now have, this memorandum talks about doing just that. And it was signed off on by two senior analysts and the chief division counsel there. How can a lawyer sign off on something like that? And frankly, but for the whistleblower, I don't know that this wouldn't still be going on. And this thing was sent out to all the other field offices. Now, stop and think for a second. Yesterday was probably more Americans in church than any other day of the year. The day we celebrate the resurrection of our Savior. More Millions of Americans going to church. Now, what if this FBI thing would have been carried out? There would be people in the church spying on fellow parishioners, fellow fellow churchgoers. That's what they were looking to do. That's how scary this is, what they've done to the First Amendment. And when you put it in context... Remember, the FTC a few weeks ago, we learned, was asking a private company, who are the journalists you're talking to? Name four personally. Two of those journalists testified. When one of them's testifying while, while Democrats are asking who his sources are, the FBI is knocking on his door. And now we learn, that here in the last month, now we learn that the FBI was looking to put informants and develop sources in churches where you go to talk to your pastor, to your priest, looking to do that. That is frightening stuff. And that's why the work we're doing in this committee, I think, is so darn important.
0: Yeah, buddy. Yeah, you got to watch out for those informants for sure. Um, <laughs> speaking of informants, I did also want to say that I um, had a conversation. Uh, I know if we, uh, we talked about this with um, who do we talk about Jen Lo with? Do you remember? did we talk about her? Oh, with Rob do. That's right. We're talking about Jen Lowe with Rob do. Um, and I had a lot of questions. Uh, so, uh, just till I, I talked to Jen on the phone. In, in almost a forced conversation because I still was I, I wasn't just in the position to to chat with her because um, I joined a Twitter space where she did was doing like a set the record straight. So uh, Jen lo is a part of, a huge part of the movement. Uh, she was a part of Latin Latinas for Trump and things like that and worked with a lot of people on the right. And then uh, some articles were coming out saying that she was actually a paid informant and um she was supposed to be going to trial and speaking on the stand uh rep, um backing Enrique Tara who is also um was said to be an informant as well um and so then they were saying that a lot of I, I don't know there was some conflict or some issues within her being able to testify on his behalf because of the new discovery of her being an informant which she says um is uh was done carefully it was orchestrated because they didn't want her to be able to testify for Enrique she's got a a whole bunch to say um I've played with the idea of having her on Skype on the show so that she can answer any questions that might be something we do in the future once she um gets to a point but that's still something that I'm curious about you know Uh, it was really it's it's a really strange way that stuff worked out um you know that they, they said that she gave money, or the FBI gave her money, and they gave her cash. So there was no record of it, nor did nor were there any receipts for anything or the equipment, the camera equipment she supposedly was given the money for. I don't really know. Um, I definitely these are some of the questions that uh, we can maybe uh, talk to her if we do. Uh, you know, uh, share our platform for her to kind of explain herself, which uh, she said she's going to be doing some interviews uh, working with some other people on, on this side that say that they, uh, have a better understanding of her reasoning for doing things. Uh, so I look forward to seeing that. Uh, but there's a a possibility that we'll have her on the show, um, and do kind of a thing where we just ask the questions, uh, that everybody's wondering, right? Why CNN? How did CNN get involved in this? Uh, you know, why did they get the first interview? She said somebody that she didn't know was seen and talked to her so there's a there's a lot going on with that but I just wanted to let you know that that is still something that um I am unsure about still but you know I I've hung out with Jen a lot uh in the past not any time recently um so to hear that uh was quite a shock to me which is I guess why I'm on the offense about it I don't know anyway we're gonna keep moving uh, here is a another thing that I saw on the internet uh, Russian arms dealer Victor about uh, sends an urgent telegram to Donald Trump to move to Russia uh, so this was uh, interesting the of the States, Mr. Donald Trump. You guys, uh, I'll read it to you here, actually. Uh, So, what he's saying is, I sent a telegram to a former president, Donald Trump. I believe his life is in great danger. The indictment in New York will not end well. Where he returns to election campaigning, he will be
2: destroyed. uh Donald Trump yeah so that was his very weird uh
0: cryptic <laughs> cryptic because it's in a different language uh message <laughs> uh also something uh in the news i, I don't know how i feel about that that was kind of weird biggest arms dealer i think that's the one we traded uh that dude what's that guy's name brittany Griner, I think this is the the guy that we traded him for. Uh, something else that I saw, uh, I'm gonna keep moving. Uh, Dell Big Tree, Dell Big Tree had um, Neil deGrasse Tyson on his show, which is which was very interesting. So what happened was Neil was has been going around. Uh, from place to place, uh, you know, doing different interviews, doing podcasts. I think he did the shade room um, and telling people basically that um, this is the ultimate test, the test uh, to see if people trust scientists and uh, scientists and, you know, people like Dr. Fauci, who he loves. And uh, he was like, you know, it's really terrible, basically, that we can't ever have uh, good debates. You know, don't you want to like, You know, you come into a debate, you debate with somebody, and then you guys go have a beer. It doesn't have to, like, end terribly. Uh, And so Dale Bigtree reached out to him on Twitter and asked him to come on the show, and he accepted the invitation. And so if you guys haven't uh, seen it, I'm going to play this clip from it. Uh, If you guys haven't seen uh, that episode, you can find it at thehighwire.com. Uh, it's definitely a great, uh, interview to watch, uh, just kind of how Del Big Tree is able to like, just, you know, just be so graceful in his takedown, um, of pretty much everything that Neil says. Uh, but here is, uh, oh, I guess I clicked the wrong thing. Here is a clip from that
10: top-ranking medical professionals. Just take a look. I'm talking here. about, excuse me, medical Dr. professionals. Dr. Peter McCullough. No, no, no. I who, want to go through what happened consensus. here. This is, this is I, the problem with mean the consensus. The
9: consensus. Okay, I just
10: medical want... Medical professional. I want you to... I, because
9: no. the medical is so huge, I can find you an astrophysicist who is sure we've been visited the by problem aliens. Was, That's not The, the problem consensus.
10: was, the scientific method died here, and this is the point I want to make. I, my it point, died a death here, need, and I need you to help me save it. Because Dr. Peter McCullough is the leading cardiologist. I don't care if
9: titles don't matter here.
10: It's, but what they, should they matter. Don't matter. What, what matters is matter, the Consensus. What should matter was that the consensus
9: was not allowing to the table. Then you bring that person here and have this conversation I have. with them. Okay, so you don't have to have the conversation with me. But I want, <laughs> I
10: want science, and, and so here's what we have, we have Peter, we have Peter McCullough, world-renowned heart doctor, saying, I am seeing a rise in myocarditis because of this vaccine. We have the leading ICU, second most published science, uh, Paul Merrick. I'm just, I hear me out here. Hear me out. I know Go. you. Oh, no, all right, these have all been on my show. Doctor Robert Malone part of the inventing factor behind the mRNA vaccine. All these people have been censored. They were shut down. They were kept from talking to the people in Washington. Johnny and E was putting the show, out the data. Doctor J, will okay. show you. Okay. Dr. Jay Bhattaria, Dr. Sinatra Gupta, Dr. Martin Koldorf, Oxford University, Harvard School of Medicine, Stanford School of Medicine, they put together the Great Barrington Declaration, which was an a- approach towards this to say, let's do protect that simple, small group that we know needs to be protected and figure out a way the rest of us can establish a herd immunity around them. And the NIH, who's supposed to be objective on this, we now have internal email, because this is what I do. I actually put in FOIA requests. We know that this is what Francis Collins said about those people before even talking to them. There needs to be a quick and devastating published takedown of the premise being brought by these scientists. That was the approach to science. No other science can be allowed in here. You started this out by saying every challenge should come in, every way to say that we don't agree with the hypothesis. Maybe these people say you don't need the vaccine, there's a way through this. Or we should be tactical with the vaccine. All of these people were kept out of the conversation. And you were wanting me to sign onto a a, a social contract where the scientific method isn't being used.
9: Okay, I... That list of highly pedigreed medical professionals that you are citing? Yeah. I'm not interested in medical pedigree. I'm interested in medical consensus, in scientific consensus. The moment someone says, well, I'm of this highfalutin school or this, that's like, okay, that means they're going to say something that goes against the consensus, and they want to use that to help other people follow what it is they say. I'm just saying you need someone who represents a medical consensus here to have that conversation with. We had a medical consensus
10: around a product that we knew nothing about, and a medical consensus around a virus that told us they knew nothing about. They kept telling us we know very little about it. Mm -hmm. So why was there a medical consensus that was keeping out renowned scientists from the conversation when they were telling us on television we don't know a lot about this virus we're trying to figure it out scientists that were on the ground that were dealing with patients were being censored were being shut down their youtube channels were being shut down their linkedins were being shut because down because the
9: individual scientist does not matter we started this conversation on that very but fact. the scientific the individual method scientific. does yes it, of course it does method. Producing a consensus and whatever is that consensus at any given moment is kind of the best you when have. When I can cut.
10: look, when I can look now in the rearview mirror and said it while it was happening that there is a, and by the way. All the scientists I just showed proved to be right. They told you that this virus, that the vaccine would not end this and and would actually cause an endemic because you've now made people that cannot clear this virus and kill it, they're all asymptomatic carriers. That's all this vaccine keeps doing. So now we're stuck with this virus. We didn't follow the same path we always have with every other illness, like former coronaviruses and most of the time flus. Death rates are low.
9: The the hospitalization is low.
10: I mean, things are... For now... For now, but as you and I both know, these variants continue to be out there, and we are all worried that there could be a variant in the future that could be dangerous. But all that being said, Mm -hmm. in the end, what I am standing for is that there is no challenge being allowed. That the NIH, when it's telling us, is objectively looking at a virus they're telling us they don't know much about, is pushing out top people in their field who are trying to get to the table. They're trying to say there's something you're not looking at. And this, and when you want to talk about a problem, how about not funding to do that study again? How about not allowing into the room people with great perspective?
0: There you go. Check it out, thehighwire.com. The rest of that video is great. It's fire. The beginning is great. Um... Definitely, definitely, uh, check it out. Uh, so we um we are notified that Facebook is taking us down or they're not allowing our stream. So uh, please guys, rumble. Uh, is where we uh, stream our main site from. So the libertybroadcast.com is where you can find us, the libertybroadcast.com. Uh, that is really the best place if the stream ever uh, gets cut out or gets banned. Uh, libertybroadcast.com is where we are always going to put uh, the stream up, the live stream, wherever, which is why we stream to uh, so many different platforms uh, for these reasons um like i was saying at the beginning uh i don't know how we're able to do it on facebook it's a miracle um but uh sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and this time it just isn't uh working so whatever uh we'll just keep moving here uh so let's see tranny 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 yes 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 we'll just um skip over that we talked a lot about the trannies um uh, Oh, this story was so crazy. It's my fault, Lacey. Lacey, why did you do that to us? Um, this story was insane uh, whenever I first heard about it. Uh, this story written by my wonderful husband, um, Adon Salazar. And uh, anyway, I've got your daughter, uh, mom tricked by AI virtual kidnapping phone scam that cloned, that cloned daughter's voice. So... And it's really messed up because I'm giving you guys a headline right away. He didn't tell me the story this way. He slowly told me this story i had no idea ai was going to be a part of this um so the age of deep fake phone scams is upon us scams involves scam involves ai generated voice trained through deep learning technology that mimics voice of kidnapped family member and demands ransom for their safe return uh craziest story craziest story so uh here it is here is a story uh let's see actually let me make sure that it's not going to uh, yell at us before i hit it there we go
11: you don't have the money both you and your
0: daughter are dead um
10: warning of close encounters with scammer
0: oh sorry let me start again
11: and if you don't have the money both you and your daughter are dead
6: Um, warning of close encounters with scammers who used artificial intelligence to clone her daughter's voice
12: yeah this is crazy they actually made her believe they had kidnapped her 15 year old and then they demanded a ransom so as on your side susan campbell found out this is crazy it doesn't take much of a voice sample to pull this scam
3: off this is so frightening to hear
12: it really is this truly terrified this mom. And this technology is actually improving so quickly. You really only need seconds of a voice sample to get pretty close to someone's real voice. The phone number was unfamiliar. Jennifer DiStefano almost let it go to voicemail. But her 15 year old was out of town skiing. Maybe there had been an accident. I pick up the phone and I hear
11: my daughter's voice and it says, mom, and she's sobbing. And I was like, what happened? And she's like, Mom, I, I, I messed up. And she's sobbing and crying. And then I hear a man's voice say, put your head back. Lie down. And then I'm like, wait, what, what's going on? And this man gets on the phone. And he's like, listen here. I've got your daughter. This is how it's going to go down. You call the police. You call anybody. I'm going to pop her stomach so full of drugs, I'm going to have my way with her and I'll drop her off in Mexico. And at that moment, I just started shaking. I'm like, what? In the background, she's going, help me, mom, please. Help me, help me. i And you have absolutely no doubt in your mind that that was her voice. Oh, 100% her voice. 100% her voice. It was never a question of, you know, who is this? Or it was completely her voice. It was her inflection. It was the way she would have cried. I never doubted for one second it was her. That's the
12: freaky part that really got me to my core. But the 15-year-old never said any of it. It was just a clone created by artificial intelligence.
7: You can no longer trust your ears.
12: Zubaro Kamampadi is a computer science professor at Arizona State who specializes in AI. He says voice cloning technology is rapidly improving.
3: Now there are ways in which you can do this with just three seconds of your voice. So with the three seconds, it can come extremely close to how exactly you sound.
12: And you don't even need any special equipment. I chose a free program for a test, and I'm not actually talking.
3: It's a new toy, and you know, and, and, and I think um, they could be great good users, but you know, certainly they can be pretty uh, worrisome users too.
6: You gotta slow down and defuse the situation. The
12: FBI's Dan says scammers who use voice cloning often find their prey on social media
6: they're gonna be looking for public profiles that have as much information as possible on you. And when they get a hold of that, they're gonna dig into you.
12: The Federal Trade Commission says scammers will often ask their victims to wire money, send cryptocurrency, or pay the ransom with gift cards. Once the money is gone, it's almost impossible to get it back.
6: The phone numbers coming from an area code that you're not familiar with, that should be one red flag. Second red flag, international numbers, sometimes they will call from those as well. Third red flag, they will not allow you to get off the phone and talk to your significant other, right? That's a problem.
12: The person who had supposedly kidnapped Jennifer's daughter demanded money. He started at a million dollars.
11: I was like that, I don't have a million dollars. I'm like, fine, whatever, start my daughter. Then he wants
12: $50,000. Jennifer kept him talking. She was at her other daughter's dance studio, surrounded by worried moms who wanted to help. One called 911, another called Jennifer's husband. Within just four minutes, They confirmed her daughter was safe. She was upstairs in her room going, what? What's going on? What's going through your mind that second?
11: Then I get angry, obviously, with these guys because this is a very, this is not something you play around with. Wave of relief, though, I'm sure. I literally just sat down and just broke
12: broke down crying. Tears for all of the what-ifs. The fear, the relief. It all just seemed so real.
0: Yep. 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 And yeah, it's so crazy. And, you know, this is this kind of thing reminds me of um, like, you know, whenever people I heard a guy uh, on Joe Rogan talking, uh, I don't I don't remember one of his people that he had on and he was saying that uh, somebody had stole his social media profile and they demanded uh, like $10,000 or $5,000 for him to get it back and it happens all the time and there's no way to do anything about it there's no way to find out who it is or or anything there's just no way it's a, it's the weirdest thing a friend of mine and and maybe there is if you dig deeper but this guy uh Had who was on a show, probably had money to do that. You know what I mean? A friend of mine, uh, she, I got like a request from her and I was like, Well, aren't we already like friends on this thing? And so I messaged her and I was like, Hey, is this like you or what's going on? And she said that somebody stole her social media and they wouldn't give it back to her unless she gave them $5,000. And, uh, and so that's why guys, social media, like seriously, if you don't, number one, if you don't need to be on it, don't don't be on it. Uh, we are, we're on it. We like to spread the word. We're giving information, but I'm not on there writing anything real. I'm never on there. Like really like, uh, giving out my personal information, right? I'm just saying things here and there and, uh, and mostly just like sharing articles and things that I can go back to and reference, uh, that's what I do, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of people, and I see it all the time on social media that are sharing pictures of their children, pictures of their kids in bathing suits, and and I don't mean like older kids, I mean like babies and stuff, and showing pictures of you know oh where they are, where you know it's just like, I mean it's. People don't understand the dangers until something like that happens to them. And now here we are in this whole nother level where social media, you posting these things like him seeing that her daughter was out of town. Oh, she's out of town. So it is possible for her to get kidnapped, kidnapped. And maybe she had a video on there of herself talking. Well, that's the audio that they needed to create any, you know, to create you know, this generate AI generated voice of hers that obviously wasn't hers. Um, so yeah, so crazy AI, AI stuff, definitely. Um, but we've talked about, talked about it before where, you know, they were talking about making AI for people that have passed away, where you can talk to people that have, that have passed. That's definitely a scam. That's definitely a scam. You don't think it's real, like? Well, I mean, like, like you can't
8: really talk to them; they're gone. Yeah,
0: well, you can't really talk to them. Yeah, that's what I mean. But they're they're creating. They're just like
8: replicas. Yeah,
0: they're creating this, and they're able to do that. Probably, if you have any video of them or audio of their voice, all they need is a three second clip of that, and next thing you know, you're talking to your, you know, your passed away mother, father, grandma, cousin, whoever. Uh, just to hear their voice. And for some people that don't have the closure maybe that they wanted or whatever with a deceased uh, person, they might be the their, their target audience, right? These people that, you know, I don't know, and, and things are going to get weird and only weirder with this, you know, like AI technology. And, and there is good parts to it, but I'd say the bad outweigh the good. for sure for sure i mean i think even elon um what does elon agree or would you say he agrees or disagrees with the fast pace of uh ai technology since he's your friend
8: what Um, Uh, i think that um basically uh ai technology i think his message was like it's it, it needs to be regulated uh and like also there is a problem with regulating because uh it moves faster than the government can you know mm-hmm. so by the time the government's like yeah we should probably do something to that boom something bad's happening you know like it's it's it moves too fast agi is something to really be worried about and then obviously asi comes after agi but uh yeah once you reach a g i like everything will probably be dramatically different yeah i'm looking at um i i use like some a i tools like uh, to help organize drum samples mm-hmm and um
0: i know you can really do some cool stuff with a i you for sure can but it's it's the other stuff is like
8: yeah <laughs> so well i mean like just knowing that it's in its infancy and seeing what it's doing now and like where it's where how far we've come like uh, the, the longer we live like this technology just exponentially just keeps getting crazier and crazier yeah it's like why well, I live
0: think, if ai can do it all yeah, right I think,
8: yeah i want to. know i'm still living
0: no i mean like i just like,
8: like that's uh, the
0: mindset that they're pushing right so it's like you can get ai to get you that job right you can say hey uh, AI, write me a stellar resume so I can get this job and AI writes you out this resume or write me out this essay so I can pass this class. But for what? Just to go and get a job where AI is going to be doing most of the work and and then they're going to lay you off and now you can't work because AI technology is so advanced that they don't need you anymore. You know, so it's like, and, and all the information we put in is, is what is helping it grow. Right. So, scary uh times upon us definitely what a time to be alive uh good and bad uh let's see oh yeah the uh, teacher real quick we've been covering this story um that was shot by the six-year-old kid uh i did find a story that just says um that says that the virginia grand jury um is now going after the mother of the kids so we were saying that you know the what's happening you know nobody seems to be um going after the uh and nobody's getting in trouble for this nobody is getting in trouble for this everybody can do what they want you know and and kids can shoot people and you know nothing happens nothing matters And, yeah, so, finally, a little bit, just a little bit of something, uh, she'll be charged, Deja Taylor is her name, so, Will was charged uh, with a felony and a misdemeanor for events leading to her child, allegedly, which she did, she, uh, her child shooting a first grade teacher, Um, so, yeah, six, six six-year-old shooting teachers, totally normal, totally fine, uh, tranny stabbing a uber driver or whatever totally cool totally fine totally normal and this will continue and clown world will get clown clownier and it's just going to continue and um you know i hear a lot of people like quit giving mulvaney like a platform the more we talk about them i've heard a lot of that a lot of people getting tired of the the tranny stories but they keep on coming and you know it's it's a push and pull because we need to bring light to it because people don't know the level that it's on which you know we have to shine the light on the beast Uh, I think to show people that it's a beast, otherwise it'll live in the shadows and just grow stronger and stronger and then come out, you know, just like I would say this tranny thing. That's, that's kind of what happened. Nobody was paying attention. And then out of nowhere, it's like, oh, well, fuck, like what bathroom are you supposed
8: to use? You know, like, they're like trying to ask this question for the first time ever. And it's taken over (laughs) everything. And like, now I have to go to a gender neutral bathroom. if I'm going to go to the comedy club or whatever. And it's not funny.
0: It's not, yeah, it's everywhere. It's it's uh, succubus, uh, <laughs> sucking up all the girls' bathrooms and all the girls' sports and, and you name it. Here's something really, really disgusting uh, that happened. And I was uh, actually telling Adon, I was like, man, I should do a man on the street for this. And, you know, and obviously I'd have to carry around a, uh, a uh, like, video player, I guess this is something we would have to take, like, an iPad out there because, you know, some of this news uh, that comes out, people just do not believe because they're like, there's no way this can be true. There's no way this can be true, right? Well, it is true, and it happens all the time, and uh, we're here to bring light to it as horrible and horrific that it is drums Z. I'm so sorry. Uh, (laughs) We started
8: talking about this Lava 3 guitar, and now it's screwed up. Is this what you're looking for?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to clean it up uh, because there's a lot going on on this page. Uh, But if you guys haven't heard, the Dalai Lama is, you know— showing his true self because why not, right? Everybody is starting the, Hey, like, uh, being sexual with kids is totally normal. Like, why wouldn't we be doing that all the time? Because, you know, it's normal now. So everyone can be their, them, their true selves. Um, and even people that are, you know, spiritual leaders, uh, they just, they just get to do whatever they want and it's going to be a totally normal thing. And, and that's just how it goes. So, here is this. I'll just. Uh, Problem is, is like when I click over here, it just doesn't do it. It's fine. That's fine. Oops.
8: See, it's out of control.
0: This thing is out of control, guys. Uh, so basically, Dal- Dalai Lama is now apologizing for doing this really horrific thing, which is asking this young boy to suck his tongue, oh, if you guys gosh. haven't heard. Um, so if you had the Dalai Lama, is probably a giant pedo on your bingo card. Congrats. Uh, you won. Wow. You, you've won that.
8: Um, Anybody predict this one?
0: I don't know anybody uh, That predicted it But it's definitely uh, Turn around if you guys can't handle it But here he is He kisses the boy um, And then he Asks him To suck his tongue And it's terrible
10: (laughs) And to suck
8: I don't. <laughs> oh no! Yeah,
0: okay. so so the video cuts off there. Did he do it? Probably, unfortunately, probably. Uh, be, don't be surprised by this uh, headline here uh, in regards to that, and that is as sexual as a bowl of rice right as sexual as bowl of rice cnn panelist defends playful dalai lama telling child ch- telling child to suck his tongue uh, article by jamie white here thank you for blurring out that kid's uh face i guess that 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 should have been done uh, initially because this is in fact a sexual act. So Rolling Stones columnist Jay Michelson defended the Dalai Lama, telling a young boy to suck on his tongue, calling the interaction playful. How ridiculous is that? Uh, The sick and disturbing video. So that is the sick and disturbing uh, video that we saw. um, and, And here he is defending it.
3: One of the most admired spiritual leaders in the world issues an apology after a video goes viral showing the Dalai Lama asking a young boy to suck his tongue.
10: And suck my tongue.
0: (laughs) Oh, thank God. We'll have
3: much more on all of that ahead. Now we have to get to this peculiar story. The Dalai Lama asked a young boy to suck his tongue. And it's caught on video my panel is going to tackle this next whether they want to or not (laughs) the dalai lama the tibetan spiritual leader is apologizing after a video shows him kissing a young boy on the mouth at a spiritual service in india and then asking the boy to suck his tongue
10: then i think finally here also
3: (laughs) this jay You've met the Dalai Lama many times. Have you such a song?
6: I have <laughs> not. Uh, the Dalai Lama is a very playful human being, and we may see this in a weird, kind of gross, sexualized way. But this is uh, about as sexual it is. as a bowl of plain rice. There is nothing sexual erotic or erotic happening in this encounter, as you can see by the reaction of the people who are there. Uh, Tibetan culture just has different boundaries around we see the tongue as it's what we kiss with it's sexualized it's this and of course that this is offensive to us as it should be Uh, it's not seen that way in Tibetan culture this is this is a part of the body it's something playful it was clearly a mistake the apology was was in order this was clearly Something that was at best, you know, insensitive to how this would be seen by a large swath of the world population. But it seems clear from the video. And look, I'm biased. I mean, the, the Dalai Lama was one of my spiritual heroes. I have met him. Being in his presence is is really one of the most powerful experiences I've had in my life. And the aura of loving kindness that he has is evident even here where he's being playful in a way that in Western culture would certainly be inappropriate.
3: But I mean, part of also what we're picking up on is the boy doesn't want to do it. He's taking the boy's head. I mean, part we're just sort of reading the body language here. I'll take your word for it that that it's seen differently there culturally, but the boy doesn't seem to be wanting to participate in this.
6: Well, I don't know. The boy, look, the boy's face is, appropriately, is, is blanked out. We have no idea what his facial expression was. I don't see that in the body language. I just see a fi- kind of a weird moment. And again, look, this is an 80-something-year-old you know, year old spiritual leader who's been celibate for his entire life. Unlike, you know, we see this, we see a, a religious figure in a, in a position of power and we read it through our lens. We're scarred by by generations of Catholic church, Catholic church sexual scandals <laughs> and by abuses by spiritual teachers of all varieties, including some of my, my fellow rabbis in the Jewish tradition. And we see that through that lens as well. We should, uh, but that's not necessarily the lens that a different culture might see this interaction through.
3: Anybody have any other thoughts? <laughs>
6: <laughs> Ooh, uh, I would
2: just say that, You know, I get that there are different culture issues, but shouldn't the Lama have read this boy's body language? Watching that video, I saw the boy recoil and seem unsure. Yes, we didn't get to see his face. Maybe he was smiling. But at the same time, the Lama should have also been respectful there. And I have very much enjoyed the Lama and his teachings. I think he is a powerful force in the world. But what happened was weird. And then from a crisis communication standpoint, which is my bread and butter these days, Uh, I thought they absolutely bungled it. The apology, it it seemed like a very breezy apology. Okay, I'll read it. I'll
3: read it. His Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world. Yeah, this is such a weird apology. His His Holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. He regrets the incident.
2: It wasn't just his words. It was his actions. And that they should have also said. I I didn't know he was called the Lama. Is that what you call him? Either. The
6: Lama? Is no. that like right? His Holiness. Not really? Okay, yes. I, the Lama. So I shouldn't say that. No, okay. The, 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 his, well, I, his, I don't believe him. <laughs> so he's like, the Dalai Lama. Yeah, the Dalai Lama, him. Uh, I know it's not sexual. Can I not overly intellectualize this and just say it's kind of gross? Sure. That When he says to the little boy, do you want to suck my tongue? I just, you know, kind of want to change the channel. Yeah. I mean, having <laughs> raised a child, you know, my daughter's five years old now. You know we had to set boundaries around what's appropriate for strangers to do with my child's face in on the subway in new york city people reach up and do all kinds of non-consensual touching that we felt was not appropriate you know squeezing her cheeks and do this and doing that and 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 you see it all the time and and i think it is something that as parents we want to be sensitive to and it's not unique to this particular interaction this this is something that is true in our own culture as well just in different ways
4: yeah. No, it, it definitely made me uncomfortable to watch that. Um, can't deny that. You know, maybe there was specific cultural context in which it was appropriate. It was a little un- it was uncomfortable to watch, for sure. But I think you're kind of touching on this larger point that children so oftentimes, especially in our society, don't have any bodily autonomy. They aren't able to say no when they don't want to be touched. The idea mm-hmm. is, oh, you have to give grandma a hug. You have to give grandma a kiss. You know, you're not allowed to have control over your own body. So I think maybe we can have
3: that conversation now just kind of looking at this but really helpful thank you jay thanks for giving us a different lens through which to look at it
0: yeah looking at it like uh as what what was that quote uh on the headline here as sexual as bowl of rice right okay i guess uh not (laughs) insane insanity craziness Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy videos. Biden gets lost (laughs) Easter. Uh, Biden just can't stop. Uh, he just likes to just keep on keeping on. He did, uh, say that he was going to, um, he was going to run for president. (laughs) He just wasn't ready to announce. Uh, he announced that he was going to run for president, uh, but that he wasn't going to yet cuz he wasn't ready. So, obviously that's that's the Biden way. Uh I think last year the bunny had to help him uh help him yeah, or yeah. is this uh this is uh I messed it up. I clicked too much everywhere. <laughs> oh, I got you. Thank you drones.
8: All right. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: Oh, he does his little job. (laughs) Oh, what a goofball. What a goofball. Uh, And yeah, like I said, so here's Biden's little little uh this is a fantastic event, off. one of
9: my favorites of the year i was just wondering uh, uh mr president uh will you be uh, taking part in the easter egg rolls uh after planning on after 2020
0: yeah because well, you can't get enough of it
5: at least three or four more Easter egg rolls at
9: least three or four
5: more. maybe maybe five maybe
9: five <laughs> maybe maybe so, six so what the hell are you know. are you saying that uh that you would be uh, taking part in uh, our upcoming election in 2024.
5: Well, I'll, either, so I'll, either, they... I'll either be rolling an egg or you know, being the, the, you know, the guy who's pushing them out. Come on, help
9: a, bro- help a brother out. Make <laughs> some no, news no, for no, me.
5: No, no, I, well, I, I plan on running now, but we're not prepared to announce it yet. Alright, well, I th- so nice. <laughs> <you proud laughs> we're
0: prepared to run, but, or we're going to run, but we're not prepared to announce yet. Okay, alright, go ahead. Oldest president in, in history, and... Uh, Why not keep going? Why not keep going? Uh, I'm just going to rush through this so we can uh, go ahead and let you guys out of here. But uh, here's another story real quick. Fainting nurse Tiffany Dover goes public to dismiss COVID job conspiracies. Uh, Yeah, so this was the nurse that fainted. Do you remember her? Uh, She disappeared. She's gone? She disappeared. You know, the conspiracy theory was that she had died and uh and now she is not dead anymore she's actually alive and she's doing interviews um and yeah so to she did an interview obviously she went to the uh the best place that she can go is this the interview here it is people thought
11: that i was dead people thought that i was an actress paid to do this that i was paid off by big farm why
12: not come out and dispel these rumors
11: Initially, that was exactly what I wanted to do, and unfortunately, I was told that that absolutely would not happen.
2: I was told that that absolutely would not happen.
11: The
12: hospital told you not to speak out. Correct.
11: Yes, it would be irrecoverable damage is what I was told if I was to speak out and have another
3: episode. Have another episode.
12: CHI Memorial has repeatedly denied knowledge of any directive asking Tiffany not to speak or post, including in an interview for our podcast. I'm not aware of anything that asked Tiffany not to respond. The hospital recently telling NBC News, we have no new information.
11: People thought that I was dead. People thought that I was an actress paid to do this, that I was paid off by Big Farm. People.
0: Yeah um so yeah so there she is um and yeah so if you didn't uh know she was the fainting nurse she was like one of the first fainting nurses to go viral um after her, yeah. after getting the jab um and uh is this the original video of her fainting oh no uh for example the hospital released a video four days after Dave fainted, responding to rumors that she had passed away um anyway. So, so yeah, she was a fainting nurse and guess what guys? She is alive. Is it her? I don't know. Um also something else I saw birth birth control uh methods that use one hormone raise breast cancer risk as much as those with combo. So guys, if you are taking birth control, if you are a woman and are watching this show, and you are taking birth control. Look into that. Uh, let's see, justice system attacks uh, gun. Yeah, another. So all the gun stuff, all the gun stuff. Yeah, um, that's going to continue. It's not uh, going to let up anytime soon uh, because they really want to get this out there. It's obviously not the guns. It's the mental health. Uh, you know, they don't care about the guns when the guns are taking out uh the criminals they care about the guns you know they don't care about the guns when it's somebody shooting up a school and you can use guns to you know kill uh the person but you know gun otherwise guns are bad and you know obviously that just goes to show you that it's not about the gun um it's about who's behind the gun right we all know that that's all fact uh let's see what else what else um (laughs) Yeah. I get what is this? Let's see. Dronesy, did you have anything? Uh any other news? I just had that Yeah, go uh, ahead. the
8: only news I really got is that we're we're uh we we've, we've somehow made it back on Facebook.
0: Oh, we're back on Facebook. Yeah. Awesome.
8: After they kicked everybody off.
0: Yes. That's fantastic. Great. I put I did like a a uh, dispute, so We'll see about that. Uh, we will be trying to get some man-on-the-street action in uh, for you guys pretty soon, and uh, I don't know. Like, that's what I was thinking, like, taking the uh, taking the video out there and just asking people what they think. Do they still respect? Did they ever respect the Dalai or are they people that do, and how do they feel about this? Is it uh, as plain as a bowl of rice or whatever uh, that comment <laughs> was? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Non sexual rice. Yeah, it's a non sexual rice, totally sexual. Uh anyway, Drenzy, I think it's now uh well, time for one of the uh I don't know what's going on here. Long awaited
8: I don't have control anymore.
0: You don't have control anymore.
8: No, I can't unfull screen it.
0: Oh, there we go. Shazam.
8: Bam. Oh, it appears that I have something stuck. Oh, that's the problem. My control was stuck.
0: Uh, anyway, so yes. Oh, let me look at the comments real quick. I need your help, Frank. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, little robot, rice sexual. If she is alive, who is Tiffany Dover? That the obituary was written about. Yeah, good question. Oh, I have gun news. I heard that the AR registration in Boulder, Colorado managed to get a total of less than 20 on the books. Okay. AR registration. 20 20 people registered their ARs uh, in Boulder, Colorado. Good for you guys. Uh, Let's see. Dalai Lama, that is. I I I was disgusted with it, too. Trust me. Um, but, anywho, uh, now to the long awaited uh, part. Every single show, if you guys are joining us for the first time, we have a part of the show that we dedicate to weather. Um, no matter where you live, maybe we're talking about you, maybe not. Maybe we're talking about real weather, maybe we're not. Um, but, anyway, here is the weather with the one and only Alex Drones. Take it away.
8: Oh, yes, it's time for another Illuminati weather report uh, brought to you by the uh, Liberty Broadcast. It looks like the uh, Illuminati is uh, stirring up some stuff inside of the Gulf of Mexico. We've been hearing rumors that they're going to be doing some hurricanes down there, possibly some tornadoes. Uh, Let's go ahead and go over to our radar to see if there's anything going on. And uh, it looks like we got, uh, yep, definitely some stuff down there in the Gulf of uh, Mexico. Yep, yeah, as you can see, uh, it uh, appears that there's, uh, it, it appears down here it's uh, raining just a little bit. Yep, it looks pretty good. I wonder if anything else bad is happening. Uh, apparently, it, it takes a long time to scroll out, and I didn't really think about this beforehand. This is a lot of graphics and stuff and intense things that are going on. Let me just try to move around a bit. Uh, as you can see, it's uh, mostly clear everywhere else because the Illuminati is just trying to stir shit up down south. Uh, and apparently, uh, uh, oh yeah, back to you, Rachel. <laughs> there's there's a map still up. I'm sorry. Hold yes, on. here's the map.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, good job, good job, Illuminati weather. There's some crazy stuff going down there. I think it's there. There was a hurricane down there. And, there was, uh, I believe so. I believe there was a hurricane down there, and it was the first on the books for April ever uh, in that area. So, Illuminati, Illuminati. All right, guys. Well, it has come uh, to, we are coming to the end of the show. I want to remind you um, that we do this. Out of the love that we have for humanity and for giving information, Uh, we got a dollar donation from somebody last week. Did you see that? I don't know if you saw that. Um, We'll take your dollar. We'll take your dollar. Trust me. Not everything that we are doing here is free to use. Uh, so if you guys can donate to the Liberty broadcast, please do so at the Liberty broadcast.com. You can also purchase merch. Um, and if you can't do either of those things then be sure to share the link, spread the word. We are here every Tuesday, every Tuesday, uh, unless we aren't here and then we'll let you know. But for the most part, we are here every Tuesday. We do show at eight o'clock and we live stream on multiple platforms. You can find us at the Liberty broadcast.com stream, uh, uh, that is the best place to watch uh, the Liberty broadcast. So uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your grandma, the Liberty broadcast.com. Check us out. do you got anything for the people?
8: Uh, yes. Uh, thank you all for tuning in and live free
0: and stay free and stay tuning in. We love you. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight and we'll see you next week with another special guest.